Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio. I want to thank everybody for tuning us in, turning us on. And I am going to apologize for advance in advance because I bet, Mr. Benny, in 13 years, how often have you have you actually had me have a cold on air or Ooh. whatever, sinuses or allergies? I would Not definitely much. say on one hand for sure. Just one. One hand. One hand for sure. Right. Uh, interesting though, it was, I do believe it's, you know, the pollen and stuff coming on over here, you know, believe it or not, you know, when I left Seattle, I'm in New Jersey. For those of you that uh, are wondering, I'm closer to Chris and WBLQ. Yes. We're going to have some fun on the, uh, in the Northeast while I'm here. But one of the things is that I've discovered Benny is when I left the Seattle area, everything was blooming blooming like in March, pop, 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 everywhere, blooming. And then I come out here and not so blooming, but 65 degrees today. And then I looked at the weather and I thought, and this is what's fascinating about this. I had a minute where I forgot where I was because they started to talk about the rain alert. Watch out for the rain, you know? And I thought, well, wait a minute, I'm in New Jersey. We don't talk about the rain in New Jersey, but I guess we do. And so it's fascinating to see how this transition, transformation right here, Benny, on the heels of the third of four blood moons that happen on April 4th. And if you blink, you miss it because this was a quick one. And, you know, actually, we're trying to get Larry Huck to come on and talk about that. But it is all about a spiritual journey. It is all about looking at how we represent ourselves in this lifetime. And so thank goodness for that, you know, Benny, today, the show. But first, let me ask you, how was Easter? I was pretty good. We uh, did a little family time at our house this year and did the old Easter egg hunt for the old kidlets. And uh, (laughs) it was a good time. Yeah, that's what I love. I love that Easter egg hunt thing. I oh, mean, yeah. I get like a kid. It's like, okay. And, you know, shame on you adults that don't give away your... Now, here I'm doing a big shame thing. Shame on you for not giving away those little Easter egg things you find. Okay? To the kids. Right. See what I'm, yeah, you got that, Benny? Yeah, so no, I totally got it. Yours, and right? if you are an adult and you want to experience still that kid atmosphere, I've seen a couple already uh, other uh, egg hunts. I'm putting air quotes in there. They're uh, from my friends. They've done little mini bottles of booze hunt. Which are oh, considered boy. the no, no, of course you over twenty one. Please apply. Uh, <laughs> that's how they 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 paint up the little singles and throw them around the yard, and you find them. So everyone brings a little secret stash of their own, and they distribute them throughout the yard. And it's just like old times. And then there's also uh, the Easter keg hunt. 
There's oh, one no. keg. I know it's it's really silly, but it's actually a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of people mm-hmm. comment. They put a keg somewhere within a city limits. There's clues, and they have to go find it. Oh, my gosh. I well, think it's brilliant. Yeah, wh- whenever you and your friends get ready for the Harley-Davidson hunt, right? please make sure oh, you yeah. get the invite. <laughs> That'd be so cool. With well, the Harley-Davidson hunt, say, got to get Pat over there for the hunt. Got to get the Harley-Davidson That'd be awesome. Hunt. Then I'm ready. That's what I'm saying. You want me to have a spiritual experience in this lifetime? Yeah, that would be the way to do that. Welcome, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Think about this. You, you, a spiritual being on a spiritual journey, a new paradigm for living life. This is such an important message. It's such an important book. You know, and I am thrilled to introduce all of you to Indira Dial Dominguez. And here's what I want to say about this. You know, once you get to hear what she has to say here in a hot second, and you get to hear about what we're going to talk about in her book, you're going to be like, yeah, I get it, but I'm not there, right? It's like me. Yeah, I got it, but I'm not there. You, a spiritual being on a spiritual journey, a new paradigm for living life. How do we know this? Because Indira is living it. This is what she's doing. This is it. You know, her passion is to make a difference in the lives of others, right? How do you do that? What would the contribution be like? But here she is, someone that's out in the world, and I so appreciate this about her. You know, she's out in the world. She works in corporate America. She takes this message and journey out there to people at all levels, all organizations, whether it's a program guide to connect with your inner self. You know what? The old news. This is why we call ourselves the, the, the new mainstream and talk radio. Here's the deal. Anybody out there afraid to go in and talk about a spiritual being, a spiritual journey in corporate America anymore? You really have to take an inner reflection because this is what this is about. You know, if we're not doing workshops like Indira is doing, if we're not checking in with who we are, then inner light inside of ourselves, don't know how we're going to be able to shine bright in the world. Don't know if we don't know. But what I like to say is I never know what I don't know. Indira, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Pat, it's really great to be here. It's really awesome, and I loved how you introduced this whole conversation. I'm so moved by that because I, I totally, totally agree with you. You know, we really are in a new era, and, you know, to talk about spiritualness in, a, in the corporate America is, is, is really the new way, believe it or not, you know? I, I hope you're going to help me with this because I do know and, you know, Indira, one of the things I want to ask you about, and you, you talk about this in the book. So, I mean, this is going to be interesting. We're probably going to skip a couple of breaks here, Benny, because there's so much to chat about. You know, I went through corporate America and have seen more changes than most people will ever get to see. And I just want to mention this for a minute because I want you to pick up, I, I want you to pick up the baton here. Uh, we went through the, the one of the largest breakups and reorganizations in the history of any any corporation, and that was the telephone company. And, you know, I remember going through that and being one of the first of seven people in the new entity. And I watched what was happening to people, people that were getting along. Now we're competitive. Now we live in a world, right, Indira? Competition. Mm-hmm. And so how do we bring this journey of self, as you call it, this current, this, this, this new part, how do we bring this to the tables to create collaboration, even in a world that is so dead 
set against group and, and collective consciousness? How do you do that? You know, you know, Pat, it's why I had to put that part on the book called A New Paradigm. You know, it's like you really do need to create a different paradigm because the paradigm we live in that I talk about called the mind cannot allow for that to exist. And in the book, as you may have read, in the chapter called The Journey of the Mind, it talks about that the mind has a journey of its own, and it is totally different than the journey of the self. And so it is from connecting to yourself for the answers that are unique to you that allows you to make that shift. I got to ask you, if you would, you, your journey. You know, there are a lot of things I didn't say, but I, I know this. I know this has had to happen somewhere to you. I know this. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So I got a call this morning, and I got a call from someone that said, oh, my gosh, you know, are you looking at this new uh, empower, uh, empowerment movement? You know, there are two women that are off the country creating empowerment documentation, but they're using your tagline. And I said, my tagline? How is it my tagline? And she said to me, you started using this tagline 13 years ago. What would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? And I said, you know, I don't think we can take ownership to this stuff, Mm. really. Mm. You know, this is a world that when we step out and we start to contribute, especially if you're going to be in the public domain, I hope, like my friend Gloria Steinem said, we stand on the shoulders of all that have come before. Whose shoulders do you believe you have stood on? And how have you moved beyond the obstacles and challenges in your life? Because I know you have had to do some work to get to write this mm. book. <laughs> it's great, Pat. Yes, I have. But Pat, it's 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 been a it's been a, an interesting journey because as a child, Pat, mm. I knew that there was something about being here that didn't make sense to me. Mm. It just did not make sense to me that I was here, and that what I saw around me was really the only reason I was here. And so that really began my journey. Now, while I didn't have words for it, it was this inner knowing that was always there, very strong. So while I grew up Catholic, Roman Catholic, and went to church and did all of that, in my, in my teens and going into college, I started to read everything I could find, all of the books we know out there, everything that I could get my hands on. And I did a lot of things like I found myself in an ashram. I found myself doing rebirthing. I found myself, you know, working in the field of transformation. I went wherever I felt I was led to in this quest to really get to what was my being here all about. And so that was really a journey that I, you know, that that led me there. I mean, my relationship to God, my relationship to higher power, understanding that there was something else beyond me, um, you know, the conversations with God, you know, the power of now, all of these that we have all, each of us that are teachers that have brought something about, it contributed to my journey. Mm. And then I got to where even the most extraordinary experience I could have, which is transforming people's lives, still wasn't the thing for me 
I had nowhere to go. And I literally had to do a stop because it didn't even matter what I could think about going to do like a job. There was nothing in the physical plane that could pull me into going to find something. I just could no longer step out into life to figure it out anymore. And it was in that moment that I actually had what I share in the book called a paradigm shift Mm -hmm. where I experienced the vibration and energy of myself as very distinct than the vibration and energy of my mind. And in that moment, a paradigm called living as from myself as who I am arose. And through connecting, which is the unplugging of the mind, to actually listen for what is there from self. But it's not like you're doing it because you're trying to fix a problem. You're doing it because it's you. I am myself. So myself became me now. And so my being here in my body became like like at home. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is why I'm here, to mm-hmm. listen, trust, and act for myself. And as I do that, I'm now aligned with why I chose to be in this physical form and what my being here is about. Wow. And, the, and the experience of being at peace in life is now a whole paradigm shift. You're not having to figure your life out, figure out who you are, go into the world to find your answers. You're actually bringing you into life, and you're actually living life from daily now, connecting, listening, trusting, and acting from yourself. I love this. I have to tell you this. What you what you've put together, not just in the book, but in you being in the world. I would love to. I'm, I love talking about this. We're gonna we skip in this break because there's so much for you to share with our listeners. Um, you know, this idea of connect, listen, trust, and act. I mean, I was just like all over that when I read it, and I want to talk with you a little bit because uh, about this because the minute I opened your book, and thank you for thank you for you know signing the book. I I love what people write, but one of the things I read, I turned to open the page, and dear, this is what happened to me, and I I, I mean, I literally started to cry before I even got into the book. Mm. I did, and maybe we can talk about that. Okay. It says the book is written from the, from the communication that dwells within each of us, that dimension of ourselves that exists within us, but which we have not had access to from the current paradigm of life. Some of us call it intuition, our gut instinct. In this book, we will look at this dimension of ourself such that it becomes a real tool in living our lives for what we know our soul is here to experience. When I read that, the thing I thought about, and I would love for you to talk about this, is how could we not be of service in the world with that? Do you Mm. see what I'm saying? I mean, even if our jobs, I've done jobs, I've sold hot dogs, I've cleaned toilets, you name it, I have done it. I've gutted open fish and cleaned fish. But when I'm doing it, right, it's how we do it. Can you really just talk for a minute about that? Because that paragraph you wrote really opens this book wide open. Yes, yes. Well, well, it's it's um, what what this shift does that you are not your mind. 
Now, we hear that part, and we, we all know it. We could read it. But you're reading it from the mind, so it still is housed for the mind that, that you're still your mind. See, until you actually bring this new truth forth that you're not your mind, but who you are is yourself, which is the spirit, you could call it, but I use the word self because it is you. It is the you that said, I'm going to be in this body for this journey. So we spend our whole life acting from our mind when we really came here to be ourselves. So as you said, no matter what you're doing, it's not about the next place to get to. It's about being yourself where you are, being yourself as a spouse, being yourself as a parent, being yourself in your job, doing whatever you're doing not where the mind is pushing you to, you got to get somewhere, you got to do something, you got to be this thing. So when we can settle into the journey from being ourselves exactly where we are, in the honoring of what it is to be there, the next space opens up naturally and effortlessly to step into. And if that's all you're doing, you're going to be here for why you came here. And that's the that's the, that's the peace that you live in. You don't have to go and figure it out and make up who you're going to be and what you need to do. You are, as you said, in service because self is service. Self is the highest vibration of you. So whatever actions you're taking from yourself, you are in the highest frequency of who you are. That is emitted out around you in life. And you find unexpected things happen. You find this fulfillment occurring. You find people coming to you. You find situations arising that open up doors and pathways that you would never even could figure out or try to make happen. And that's where the soul's journey can arise and unfold. You know, I want to talk to you about this as well because, you know, I've started to go back and uh, read uh, the writings of Einstein, not from a not from a scientific point of view, because I'm not a physicist. I don't even understand most of what that is, but from from what his message really was, and you really tap upon it here in the book as well. Um, one of the things I love is that you know you talk to us about a new paradigm shift for humanity, and you know it so much relates to the publications and the writings that Einstein did when he talked about all of us trying to solve the problem at the level if it was created. Um, and, and he went on, and, he, and, and there are a couple of things he said. You know, he went on to talk about if he has to solve, he spends 50, he doesn't, he spends 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes about the solution. And so one of the things he goes on to talk about is, well, is when he says you cannot solve this problem at the level it was created. Many people didn't get that. But Mm -hmm. he was really talking about this new paradigm that you're talking about, you know, this new paradigm shift for humanity. I would Mm -hmm. love for you to tell us where are we today, what is the paradigm we're living in, and give us a a preview of where we need to go. Is it that place Einstein was alluding to, I don't know, like a lot of years ago? Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 it's this is what I feel, Pat. I feel that after 2012, we have entered into a whole new vibration. Yeah. It, 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 it is, it, it, the, the, mind's limita- the mind can no longer house 
who we're going to be in life because it will always limit us to the true expression of who we are. And as much as we can be evolved and know all the right things, the fact that we are operating from the mind by it has qualities to it that always leaves us disconnected from the true essence of who we are because we're not our mind. And the mind's energy is one of concern and worry and our fundamental survival. Mm-hmm. So we're always going to be operating in that. So no matter how evolved I am, somebody comes <laughs> in front of me and they're a threat to me in some way for my very existence from my mind, which isn't ever going away. It's going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to first react from there. So this, so this resolving the problem, not from where it was created, but from a whole new source, is where this conversation pulls you into because when you can have the awareness, oh, I see, I'm, I'm, I'm pulled into acting with this person from my mind. Now, what if I acted on this person from myself? Now, that is where I feel we're moving into. How are yeah. we going to resolve? I mean, let's take a look at what's happening around us. We are yes. all enlight- more enlightened, more giving, more loving, more open, more aware. And yet we see around us more things that tear us apart, people dis- dishonoring each other. Mm-hmm. Just the fundamental energy of dishonor. And the thing is that you can't get to it from trying to fix yourself more or trying to be better. You have to leave that paradigm and access the truth of who you are. Because if you don't get that the mind isn't you, you can never get yourself. You talk about this brilliantly in the book. And if you don't mind, may I read something from the book Absolutely, for a minute? Pat. Okay. So one of the things that I, uh, many of the things that I grabbed on, I mean, you don't actually want to see the book that I have now with all my little sticky <laughs> things in it. Um, uh, I, this sh- your show should actually have been a three-hour show, but I'm going to try to get this question to you real quick. It, it, one of the things you say, the truths that embody the vibration and resonance of yourself, and you, and you go on to talk about how you resonate and vibrate as self, you know, uh, pres, uh, uh, presences, a new paradigm. And what you go on to say, you are eternal, a spiritual being on a spiritual journey. You are energy, and everything is energy, each having its own vibration. You are not your mind. You have a mind, and the mind can be in service to yourself's journey. And I love what you said about that. And for many people that would read that the first time, they'd have to go back and say, what do you mean I'm not my mind? You know, I bought the ticket that said that I was my mind, that I could think my way into riches. I could think my way into love. And, 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 you know, I have seen more people angrily try to think their way to the next level of their lives. And when that doesn't work, Indira, when that doesn't work, they're baffled. Make a distinction for us, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, well, well. what's so extraordinary about this new paradigm, Pat, is that it, it, it recontextualizes why, what life is about. So, for example, for me, do I need money? Yes, I do. I need money to handle my bills, buy stuff, yep. do whatever I do. But you're not shaped by that. Right. And that recontextualizing gives you this huge opening to really be in the in the core of what really we are being here is about, which is 
which is the, the gift of just honoring ourselves and honoring another. Or people in your family, if you're not in communication with them or you have something going on with them, those things come to the surface rather than I need to go make a lot of money so I can have all these things I want. And what you start to find is that the more you focus on those things that is organized around the self, the money actually happens. Yep. Yep. And it's this... It's this thing where you can, yeah, oh, I can buy this thing I enjoy. And the, it's, it's an, it, this energetic shift path leaves you just in the poor, pure joy of the moment. You, you know, if you, if you get something that you just love, it doesn't matter how much it costs. You're in the love of it. You're in the joy of it. You're in, the, in just the fulfillment of that you're here in this physical plane, being able to have this and experience it like that. And that becomes life. It's truly like living in the same world, but you're living in a different experience of what life is about. Yes, I love this. And, you know, I want to just tell everybody that's tuning in, if you have a question for the show, uh, in question for my very special guest, Indira Dial uh, Dominguez, I would love for you guys to call in. We have toll-free number 1-800-930-2819. And, yes, I'm Dr. Pat, and you know what? I got a little allergy thing or something going on. It's still me. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. When we come back, we're going to talk with Indira about this here in the book. Yourself is a radio station, Benny. Get ready. Yourself is a radio station that is always on communicating your highest intentions. How does anger and resentment cause noise and static in that radio station message? And you guys know what I mean by that, right? Turn on that radio, crackle, crackle, crackle. What if that were anger and resentment? Well, I want to know what Indira's got to say about it when we come back from break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to let you know how to find out more about uh, what she is up to, send you to our website, that and much, much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Are you feeling stressed? In pain, disconnected, worried about aging, corrective alignment and integration therapy restores health. Move your body, which frees your mind and elevates your spirit. BodyWise Bodywork LLC provides the tools you need to create the change you've been waiting for. Start living a fully present and integrated life. Book your 15-minute consultation online at www.bodywisebodywork.com. BodyWise Bodywork LLC, because it's the only body you've got. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step -step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, at 425-453-0272 for your confident retirement conversation today. 
Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice, full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Everybody, welcome back. You, a spiritual being on a spiritual journey, a new paradigm for living life. Uh, Indira, you have done such a beautiful job. Would you please take a moment and let people know the best way to find out about you, to find out about your book, the tools that you have, uh, all of the above? Yes, Pat. Um, my website is www.indiratoday.com. And um, you can reach me at Indira at IndiraToday.com. Send me an email out of anything you've heard on, on, this, on this message here that we're doing today. If you have any questions, you can find my book on the website, or you can go to Amazon and just put in you, a spiritual being on a spiritual journey, and you'll get a copy of the book there. Um, on my website also, I want you to know there are downloads that you can uh, download where you can start to connect, which is the tool of disengaging the mind to start to tune yeah. into that station of yourself. You can find out about connecting, listening, trusting, and acting on the website. So just go to the website, look around, see what are the things that pull your attention, and just Take some of those tools and start using them. You'll start to see results in your life. Well, and, you know, for me, for those of you out there, please go ahead and take a look. And it is really true. There are tools here that you can access for yourself. You know, there are many, many, many things that Indira has put together. But most importantly, what I want to say to everyone is, you know, please go ahead and look at a copy of of the book. I mean, get yourself a copy. You know, and Dara, you have covered some amazing things. And one of the things that I wanted to chat with you about um, was and has to do with 
this idea of settling, but more importantly, what we were talking about during the break, you know, what is it about that? What is it about us that gets us to that state where we literally throw up our hands and say, ah, you know, they're just going to be mean. They're just going to do this. I'm never going to get a raise. I mean, I can go on and on and on. See, underneath that, there's a level of fear that we don't know how to handle, don't know what to do with. And so I would love for you to talk about that because you do address part of this as a self as a radio station that's always on. But yet at the same time, we don't show up. We don't show up as that spiritual being you talked about. How can you help us with this? You know, this is the simplicity of this conversation. And it's, 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 it is really simple, but I'm going to tell you something. The mind's not interested in this conversation. <laughs> So you're going to have to want to get into this conversation so you can have what I'm about to say. Now, you're going to get the book, and in the book you're going to read about the mind, and the mind is going to tell you about the mind as you're reading it. So I want you to stay with it until you get to the journey of yourself and stay with it until you get to connecting because the, the mind is very much about being in control of our life, and it will not let go of control. And what's great about this conversation is you don't have to go do anything with your mind. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to alter that way of how it works. You now get to strengthen your connection to yourself by starting to tune into that radio station. So here's the deal, okay? You were born and the only thing you ever knew to do was to listen to your mind. We had, we learned, that's how we learned how to learn things. That's where we learned how to eat, how to walk, how to talk. We went to school. We use our mind in life all the time. We wake up in the morning and our mind is telling us, this is your day. This is what's going to happen. This is how this person thinks about you. This is how you think about them. It is telling us everything. And we don't realize that what's telling us how to feel, how to think, what to fear, what, is, what are our limitations, what we can and can't do is the mind. So now just imagine that you don't have to do anything about that. You literally don't have to go into jump over hurdles, fix your mind, change yourself. You now can disengage the mind, and I mean unplug it. I mean release everything the mind has to say to you and now tune into the station of yourself. Now, this is a connection. This is what I mean when I say a connection. And in the book, there's actually an MP3 that you link to where I guide you in doing that connection, where you now are tuning in to what is there from yourself. Now, this is what's amazing, Pat. When you are doing a connection, the statement you always connect to is, what is there for me to know from myself? about anything in your life. Now, you ask, that is the statement you present because everything you know about anything, about anything in your life is coming from your mind. So when we get to that place where we've hit the wall, I mean, we've done everything. I mean, even later as we move into life, even as we get older, we find that our capacity from the mind to even has have us keep trying to be more of who we are becomes we, we bump up against the hopelessness, the despair that has built up 
that's right under the surface that we don't even know because we're just busy running around trying to figure life out, trying to make money, trying to be the best we can be, trying to uh, comply with what the world is telling us we should be and how, what we should look like, what's important to us, the things we should have. And that world consumes us where, as life moves on, we live in a smaller and smaller and smaller box. And then by the time we leave our life, we wonder how come we, we feel like we really didn't be who we are. Well, it is impossible to be who you are from your mind because you're not your mind. And no matter what you do and how much you act from your mind, you're never going to experience being yourself because you've, you're connected to the wrong source. So when you're connected, tuning into this radio station of yourself, the answers that are unique to you, and that's a very powerful statement because it is unique to you. No matter what information you get from outside of you, when you connect to yourself, what there is that totally aligns with your journey, who you are, what will, what will really bring forth the best you arises from yourself. And then when you take those actions, you actually act on it. So one of the other part of a connection is what actions am I to be in? And mm. as you do this connection, as you tune into this station of yourself, you start to get more and more information because you're developing your capacity to actually hear yourself as loudly as you can hear your mind. As you start to do this in a very short period of time, your mind gets lower and lower and lower, less and less loud, and yourself becomes more and more available to you. And as this occurs, this intuitive, natural knowing starts to show up. This communication of this inner you is always there, and you can listen to it on a dime. You can hear it, and you can flip that switch, and instead of going left, you go right. And all of a sudden, you start to find that doors open up, the blocks disappear, the things that you are hopeless about is no longer an energy, it's not even a vibration that you resonate in anymore. And this, this, this you that is here as your real and true self starts to show up with your children, with your spouse, with your family, at work. And that's what it's like to make that shift. Mm. You know, uh, the part of this, too, and you talk about it so beautifully in the book, is why? Why would we want to do this? And, you know, why is one of my least favorite uh, questions, right? I mean, someone asked me once upon a time, Indira, they said to me, if there, are one word, if there was one word uh, in the universe you, you, you would want to eliminate, Pat, what would it be? And it was the word why. Um, and, you know, I, I, I would have to rethink that now to see if that's still true. But I think it pretty much is because, you know, I don't want to spend time on the why. And, and you know, because what is that going to provide me with? But I, but I think that what we're talking about here is a new paradigm where you talk about, you know, claiming you as energy. And I want to talk about that for a minute. Mm. You know, if why becomes a curiosity, a, a never-ending desire to be in the unknown, then I'm all for it. 
But when why is to explain or rationalize something that done me wrong or why I didn't mm. get a this or a that or why do other people have a this or a that, I'm in trouble. And well, so Pat, I, 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 yeah, Pat, I want to say in. something about this thing because you're yeah. hitting something. Yeah. Because what I say in my workshops when I work on my programs and so on, why can only give you an answer from the mind. And that's why ah. you never like that word why. Okay. Now, here is how come in this new paradigm why doesn't exist. Because the moment you ask the question why, you are now, you are now choosing to experience that, that you're, you're here in life not as a source of your own choice. That is a paradigm. That's a that's a wow. that's a doorway to a new way of living life. So, so this wow. whole conversation of living from yourself as you is that you chose to be on this journey. You chose mm. to be in that job you're in. You chose to have the 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 family you have. You chose to have the the parents you have. You chose to have the friends you have. That is why you never ask the question why, because the moment you ask the question why, you're leaving that context that it is your choice to have this experience in this moment. And that puts you totally at, at effect or at the, at the at, at, um, you know, at a victim, you could say, or, or like disconnected. That's mm-hmm. the word I like to use, disconnected, disconnected. from the situations that are occurring around you. See, so in this journey of self, every single situation is occurring because you've, you've set it up to experience what you're experiencing to shift from how your mind is relating to what's happening to having yourself relate to what's happening. Wow. You know, this is, uh, we're just going to skip this next break because I definitely want to talk about the energy in the face of doubt, energy in the face of doubt. And, you know, and I don't know how else to say it. I mean, you know, you say it so brilliantly over and over and over again. But I think you're referring to honoring of yourself. You know, you live in the love of who you are as you are. And I forget where I wrote that down from in the book, but you say that. You know, you talk about this honoring of yourself. You live in the love of who you are as you are. Uh, we're actually going to Facebook that quote from your book uh, in, 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 because I love that. It mm. is such a key. It's mm. like a golden key to an amazing door. And please, I would love for you to talk about this. Because someone said to me the other day, you know, we used to think you're Pollyanna Pat, but we don't think that much about that anymore. But the question mark is, how do you, Pat, how do you handle yourself in the face of someone else's anger, someone else's despair, you know, someone else coming at you, the people around you, the family? And I pulled this quote, and I would love for you to talk about it. I don't know if I'm even on track with that. Please, please let me know. No, it's great, Pat, because it all comes back to that one statement, the honoring of yourself and the self of another is the very foundation of why we're here mm. and what it means to be here. And, you know, I'm going to flip around a little bit in this yeah, statement, but, please. you know, we, we, can't, we can't 
even look at ourselves anymore without the mind having some thought, opinion, or point of view about us because <laughs> the, the world around us is defining what it means to really even love ourselves. I remember the moment that I looked at my arm and experienced the, the honoring of myself exactly as I am, and that was a defining moment in being in my body and just knowing that I, I the love and the honoring of me comes from within me and permeates out. And it is such a powerful experience to know that no matter where you go, who you are, what you look like, that you can be in your body and just be in that honoring of yourself, that divine love. It just is a state of being when you live from yourself. So when you're in life and people around you are disconnected and, you know, they are all doing what they're doing and, 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 and you, you know, they're upset, they're angry at you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're doing everything you can to be great or whatever, the, the, the thing you always go to is every time you have a disconnect around you mm. is the moment to stop and get connected to what there is to know from yourself about what's happening. Because mm. there is no way that you could resolve that disconnect from the mind without separating you from that person, distancing yourself having to disconnect from them, having to remove yourself from them, having it be about them and you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. You know, Indira, in I want to ask you this question. What, what are some of the challenges um, that we have? What are some of the challenges that we have when we're looking at our lives and how we show up? You know, some people say, oh, Pat, Indira, it's technology. Oh, it's entitlement. Oh, it's the government. I don't know. I want to ask you, well, what this is our is greatest challenge? So, I mean, <laughs> this is remarkable because I, I look at the lens of life now through this new paradigm, and this is mm -hmm. what I see. We have technology because it's evoking more of the mind. It's bringing the mind's control is so strong now that we mm -hmm. it's going to force us to find another way to experience life. You know, if I, if I, um, you, you know, if I see a gun next to me, there is a vibration to just pick it up and maybe even just shoot it because there is just a pull. The vibrational pull of the mind is becoming more complex and more dynamic <sighs> because our access to information, images, forget the word right now, you just got to put videos up now is infiltrating our being. And so the mind's paradigm is becoming a more, you could say, sophisticated computer that's feeding us truths and beliefs that has nothing to do with our reality. Mm. And then the government and corporations and everything, it is a new era where the source of our journey can only come from ourselves. You can't go to a job and say, oh, I'm going to be here for the next 50 years of my life and be retired. I mean, those were, the, the carpet is being pulled from underneath us of fixed mm. realities that we once knew. And what's occurring is that it's evoking more and more fear. And because we don't hold fear from the mind, we've got to get up each day and survive. So it's, it's housed in other parts of us. It's housed in how we disconnect. 
It's housed that we look at our Facebook page a lot. It's housed that we find other things to occupy our time and, and, and sort of disconnect us from life. It's housed that we don't want to look at the news anymore. We find funny things to go and see and make us laugh. Now, it doesn't mean we're not supposed to do those things, but in the paradigm of the mind, we are living a very disconnected relationship to our being here. And so when we have to show up in life, we can't find ourselves. (laughs) You're exactly right. I love this because, you know, what we are is, you know, someone said to me, are you still, they said, Pat, look, are you still on that that kick about the hamster running on the wheel and never (laughs) catching itself? Well, you just said it, Indira. (laughs) We can't find ourselves. I know, you know, and that's why, Pat, I am Am I passionate about this. I am, but I'm not passionate about it because I think it's a solution or an answer. I'm passionate about it because I've, I've been, my whole life has been, as I said, this awareness that what is this that our being here is about? Who are we and why are we here? And mm-hmm. when this paradigm shift occurred, living it for the last 15 plus years, I I experienced it each day. This is not a a thing I say, oh, look, go do this thing. This is a thing that I wake up each day into dealing with and transcending the mind. So I can give Mm. anyone direct access to uh, living it because that's how I live every day. From that moment, I was very clear that if all I did was have my actions come from myself, what I'm here for is going to be the life that I'm here to live. The book, sharing this, the workshops, working with it in corporations, Pat, that all came from just taking the next step and taking the Mm. next step and taking the next step. So I define purpose as to have your actions in each moment of now unfold from yourself distinct from your mind. And as you unfold that journey, your purpose is in alignment with each moment of now. Because, Pat, I could go to bed tonight and not wake up tomorrow. So in this eternal energy called ourselves, mm. you're really in a different frequency that is not yeah. defined by the linearity of the mind and a destination, but it's really in the nonlinear unfolding of a new moment of now as we continue to act from ourselves. I love this. One of the things, let me ask you, does this relate to what you talk about in the book when you say you activate the inner knowing that you yeah. are eternal? Is, is that, does it relate to that? Because for me, I want to tell you, this is really so important. I want to make sure you can talk about it in the next couple minutes we have. Because my sense is from reading your book, you believe we all have that capacity, and that's what you help people do. Is it or is it not? It totally is, Pat. We have an inner knowing that is the compass, the blueprint for our best life. We're just not trained how to listen to it and have that be what we go to and act on on a daily basis. That inner knowing is is, is ourself. It, it resonates and vibrates in each human being. And what's great about doing the connection is that, that when you connect, which in, when you get the book, guys, there's an MP3. You just download the MP3. And I say to people, like, if all you did was listen to that connection every day for, let's say you did it for two weeks, 
you will start to notice that this inner knowing is more available to you because mm. what that connection does is totally unplug the mind. It totally releases the mind vibrational resonance at a cellular level that it is who you are and it activates the inner knowing of yourself as who you are. And that inner knowing is the birthright of every single human being. You know, I, I can't thank you enough for today. I know we've got a couple of minutes left. Um, and there's so much, so much here to talk about, you know, beyond life, death, and much more. Mm-hmm. But I would love for you in, in this last couple of minutes we have left, I would love for you to just, just let folks know, what can we do now, Indira? What can we do now? And again, please give out your website. Thank you so much for today. Okay, Pat, I just, first of all, I totally want to thank you. This was such an extraordinary conversation. You are amazing. Um, here is what you can do today. Any place that you have a concern, a worry, something you're upset about, something that you're struggling with, I want you to create a space in your home that you're going to have it be where you can disconnect your mind. I want you to take one thing on out of this conversation. Bring forth an awareness that you have a mind, but it is not who you are. Take that on as a mantra. Mm. Imagine that every time your mind is saying something to you about that particular situation, you're choosing that you're not interested. Why are you not interested? Because it's coming from your mind. And you just said you're not your mind. Why would you listen what it's saying to you about that situation. Now, if that's all you did, you will start to activate the knowing of yourself to start to arise. It arises first as an energy, and then you'll start to experience a lightness. You'll start to experience that just by stopping the mind, choosing to not listen to all the things your mind's saying about that situation. You start to have more freedom, more lightness, And all of a sudden, that intuitive part of you is going to show up, and it's going to say something that you're going to hear. And then then you can start to shift that area. You can do that right now. The Mm -hmm. other thing you can do, go to Amazon, get a copy of this book. They have it on sale now at Amazon. It's worth it. Get a copy and read the book. Then send me questions or emails you have. Go to my website, indiratoday.com. Sign up for my community. I send out emails two times a month. I send you more information, new tools, anything that I can give you so that you can have this in your life. Wow. I have to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from uh, just every cell in my body. Thank Mm. you. Um, you know, I hope you'll come back. I would love to be able to talk with you and share the many things we didn't get to, especially about, you know, what it means to act, to transcend the mind, to honor yourself. Indira, thank you so much for today. What a blessing. Thank you, Pat. It was a joy, a true honor and a privilege, and I would love to come back. Oh, it's amazing. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 